Live, 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 ladies and gentlemen, Chris Featherstone here on the Pancakes and Power Slam show. It is great to have uh, everyone here once again. This is going to be very, very, very fun. Uh, <laughs> who's it going to be? Who's number 30? Got people jumping on already uh, as uh, everybody share this Uh this episode, episode 407, ladies and gentlemen, Pancakes and Power Slam show. Um, I am uh, sharing now as uh, everybody else do. We're getting people uh, jumping on here right now. Very, very excited uh, about uh, this episode. I got one of my favorite, favorite uh, guests on. As many times as he's been on the show, uh, this is his first video appearance the man behind the mask. <laughs> I'm very excited about uh, this person on the show. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to bring him on. My guy, good friend of mine, Marty Elias. How are you tonight, sir? <laughs> there he is. Marty Elias, 2020. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm everything. doing fantastic, man. It, everything is everything is awesome, man. Everything is absolutely awesome. So yeah, 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 man. Life is good, man. Life is good, dude. Life yeah. is good. Yes, I agree, yeah. man. What's uh What's new in your life, my friend? Well, uh, actually, got back on social media right before Thanksgiving, and uh, of course, I'll, I'll plug that first on Instagram at Marty it's at Marty Elias, but there's a way to do it at Marty underscore Elias underscore one. There it so is. That's All me. Right. That, that's the only thing official that I have. So uh, now I'm in it. I just uh, back in the wrestling game, so to speak. I um, have, have been uh, coming out and reaching out to people and getting back on that wrestling cycle again, man, and uh, seeing where the next chapter in, you know, Marty Elias professional wrestling goes, but, for the for the time being, while I was gone, so to speak, I went out and did a lot of music stuff. Um, okay. You know, and matter of fact, I was out on tour with Fozzie this past September. All right. And I I, I, I did all the uh, Fozzie merchandise and stuff out on that run that we did when we opened up for Iron Maiden here in L.A. Okay. You know, which at uh, Bank of California Stadium, which was an amazing thing to do. What's so. rolling with Jericho, huh? Rolling with my boy. Uh, love you, Chris. <laughs> One of the greatest of all time, man, for sure. He's uh, no, 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 no. He he is the greatest of all time, dude. With, he, with what that guy does, and with who he is, and, and you know the different avenues and things that he touches, man. He, yeah. He's just not limited to wrestling, and, and that's what he's taught yeah. me, man. And that's what I've been able to go out and do is not not depend on professional wrestling, man, and, yeah. and go out and make a living doing something else, and. I, I can do that because I'm allowed to do that. You know, I, I'm not pigeonholed in that. And that's the, the cool thing about Chris, man. He, he's not pigeonholed to pro wrestling. That's true. And neither is Marty Elias. That's true. Nice. He is actually in my top five of all time. Uh, number one is Sting. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is my all-time favorite. Okay. Uh, okay. So let me ask you this. Blonde hair Sting or the Crow Sting? Uh, if I had to choose one, it would be Crow. It would be crow. I think okay. I think All the right. crow sting was just absolutely revolutionary. It was just I mean the 
amazing the the greatest transformation i've ever could imagine in a wrestler ever i mean just i can't even like undertaker did a good job doing aba taker and going back to dead man but i mean but that pales in comparison to me to just the thing is he's still not aba taker he went back to his original staying he went from to, to he went from the crew cut surfer sting to like a hybrid sting with like darker longer hair and then the crow gimmick just really set him apart as far as just his his uh you know uh uh his his uh gimmick and the thing is he's one of still to this day him uh him hogan and savage i believe are three of the top um cosplay wrestlers ever um people like the the, the sting thing and, and stuff like that yeah. people big on savage too so yeah uh yeah man so uh you never got a chance to work with sting right me yeah no i mean I've, I've met steve numerous times and stuff but i never got the opportunity to actually be in the ring with him and stuff i mean i i did do a t uh, a tna tryout god Back when they first started running, when he when he first got there, I I did a tryout and oh really I, I met him and you know yeah th- there's a lot of things uh, I'm telling people now, <laughs> uh, but yeah man I uh, was you know and it was like all right cool yeah but um yeah that was it good stuff man but you surely work with Chris Jericho uh, one of the matches uh, was against. Uh, Shawn Michaels, right? Then you do the unsanctioned match between uh, Jericho and Michaels. Then you get uh, super kicked by Shawn Michaels. Yeah, uh, I actually was with those guys for a lot of that angle, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, again, you know, it, it was you know knowing Shawn and knowing Chris, and and Chris is the one who actually approached me about that. So, oh, nice. I, I I got to be the referee for that, you know, because they wanted somebody who was going to be there, so to speak, and yeah. um, you know to help tell that story, you know, when those guys are amazing storytellers, man. Yep. And yeah, I mean, unsanctioned. And then what other one? Oh, did the, um, uh, great American bash, uh, with all the blood and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when, free stoppage. That match is the reason why WWE doesn't do blood to this day is because of that. match. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They actually, uh, Went went over to the uh, the PG uh, type of feel mm-hmm. with 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 no blood because of because of that yeah. match. Yeah, started to get the money rolling and uh, you know sponsorships. <laughs> yep, sponsorships and people saying, eh, I don't like this gory stuff." So um, yeah. yeah, so we're getting some questions in hashtag Ask Marty. Um, let's talk. Uh, let's talk some some random Royal Rumble backstage stuff real quick before uh we get these questions in man uh so what's royal rumbles did you did you did you do all together i did 2007 in san antonio texas okay i did uh 2008 at the garden in new york Ah, city baby yeah okay so hold on let me do my trivia let me do my trivia 2007 what okay so 2008 was when ooh i got i got a story for that too i know okay. what you're thinking 
Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out the winners because I knew all the winners and the runner-ups. That was like I, I love trivia. I knew all the winners in the runner-ups. Yeah, like that was yeah, yeah, like that was your Royal Rumble thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think the uh, 2007. Okay, MSG was when Cena came back, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that was he. He was yeah. he was supposed to be gone for a while, and he came back after like three months, right? Yeah. 2007 oh, yeah. was Taker. Uh, beat, San Antonio beat Michaels. Uh, yeah, because that's when Taker faced was it Edge or Batista at WrestleMania I think, that year? Uh, I think that was so, so it was 2007, so that was 13 years ago. That would have been 23. So 23 was Edge, yeah, because it was Taker, Taker, and Batista. Batista in and 24 was Edge, yeah, yep, yes. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, Detroit. And in 25, of course, we all know that was Michaels. Yeah, that was your, yeah. You you roughed that. Yeah. <laughs> 26 was too. Yeah. Uh well you didn't do 26, but you did 25 though. So but that's I would have done it had I been there. Yeah, that's true. I still think 25 was better. That, that is true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. Uh 25 but I agree was, with you. Is better, and I think 25 was one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time. That match was one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, and it wouldn't be what it was without this guy being the uh, NWO third man <laughs> in the ring. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so let's go to 2007 Royal Rumble, man. So uh, that was uh, Taker beating Michaels, and uh, you ref that. Did you ref the actual match or? Uh, particular matches on there. Let me look back and see. No, I got the Rumble match, you know, uh, because they did have a singles match. It was Cena versus Umaga. Okay. Uh, uh, 2007. And then they had some other matches, but I was a part of the, the Rumble, the actual Rumble. I know it was me and Charles Robinson and Jimmy Corderas were the guys who were out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cena, and, you know, he, he, here's a little tidbit for for royal rumble if you guys go back and you guys watch that particular uh royal rumble if you watch during the cena match like uh, i want to say about five minutes towards the finish where cena takes off the turnbuckle and the rope and stuff and he's choking umaga mm -hmm. umaga actually passed out did he? he he was out light yeah lights out for 30 seconds wow yeah. wow cena choked him out if you wow. go back and you look at that you, you'll, wow. you'll see that he got choked out and that was a shoot. Wow. That wow. means it was real. Yes. So so Cena choking out Umaga was mm -hmm. an accident, right? Like it, it, it happened accident. for real. Pure was accident. Pure accident. Yeah. Yeah. Like that wasn't the finish at all. But uh, yeah, being, you know, Eki, God bless him. Um, and Cena being the pros that they are and the reason why those guys were in that position, you know, they, they recovered and nobody knew. Yeah. But if you were on the inside and you knew and you watched the match and stuff. And of course, you know, you know, us knowing, you know, he was out. He how was do out. you recover? How do you recover? How do you improvise something like that? That wasn't a part of the plan for one. And for two, he was legit passed out. Well, there's, there's many things, uh, but if, if there's an unsanctioned match, anything goes, mm -hmm. if there's a no disqualification, anything goes there and anything, but if it's a legitimate match and somebody passes out like that, or somebody gets not kooky, I mean, back when I was working for WWE and even to what I do this to this day is, you know, I'll just sit with the individual and I'll, 
push the other guy off, give him a little bit of time, have him push him to the outside, get a long count going, have the guy break it up, go check on him, check on him, go back in, count, 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 break it up. A lot of God gone Shakespeare, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so until until you know the guy is okay, then you know we go, and then you know I would let Cena know or somebody. But that's that's pretty much how the the magic works, man. And you know, in situations like that, you know, just going off the top of my head because you know I've done it for a lot of years now. That yeah. it, it's all it's all natural, man. Yeah, yeah. Now let's go to the 2007 Royal Rumble that you uh, that you ref. So. How does that work as far as the the orders? Uh, so so is there? I know there's there's producers, there's agents or producers for each match. Now, who was the producer for the Royal Rumble match that year? Normally, it would be Pat Patterson, Pat Patterson. Michael Hayes, Arn Anderson guys, you yeah, know, guys yeah. at that level. Yep, yep. You know, like those were always the, the three agents that I remember, or I shouldn't say agents, I mean producers. Mm-hmm. Now, um, when they when they kind of put the match together, do they put together as far as uh, just high spots or do how do they do they control like every single elimination? How does that go? And as far as the Royal Rumble is concerned, so you so, of course, you know, the run, you know, the winner. And do they do they produce like particular major spots like, you know, we had the Hogan Warrior stare down and things like that. And how do they do that? Yeah, everything, everything and anything that is being, you know. Uh, discussed, mm-hmm. you know, is brought up and those different scenarios are established throughout the, the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, so as far as order and things of that nature, I know that a lot of times it you're given a certain thing, but again, if somebody gets hurt, somebody gets blown up or somebody sees something or somebody just wants to get out, mm-hmm. then, then things will change. And that's happened, you know, <laughs> uh, numerous times in Royal Rumbles, you know, or Battle Royals, you know, where you have a specific order or somebody is supposed to be, and it, it changes. Mm-hmm. And that guy was supposed to go out this way, that guy. And, you know, it just, Battle Royals, Royal Rumbles are a lot of fun. And for the most part, when, when they're, when they're being put together, it, it's more of a, let, let's have a good time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I I will say that that's probably the the, the match, you know, where you got to be the safest because there's so many moving parts and so many bodies and so many people, you know, doing that. It's funny because when there's been times where I've seen battle royals and things at an indie level or an indie show or something, and I'll see guys and taking spots and bumps and all this stuff. And you got like 15 guys around you. I'm going like, yeah, let them learn. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's it's very interesting. So, okay. So it was planned for Michaels and um, Taker to be the final two. Now, was it always in the plan for them to be the final two um, to, to uh, set up um, 25? Was that a part of the plan? Was, was there a reason why there were final two that year? No, I mean, it, it was just, you know, to to get a reaction. Okay. And, and mind you, Taker, Taker and Sean hadn't been in a match since, what, 98? Yeah, it's been a You know, it was the last time that they had even touched each other, you know? Yeah. So for them to have that moment, mm-hmm. a la Hogan Warrior, of course, it started spinning the wheels for whatever was to come. And, you know, a, a lot of time, you know, and, and you got to give, 
creative booking and, and, and the people who are writing that stuff credit because in Royal Rumbles, you, you need those kind of moments. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I really think those types of moments are lost now, but you need those moments. And at the time, you know, you had two of the biggest stars ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, face off for the first time since 1998. And we all know the history because we're all wrestling marks and mm -hmm. fans or whatever you want to call us. But we know the history. Mm -hmm. So guess what? You plant a seed for for something. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go. Very and interesting. Storytelling's done. Yeah, absolutely. And they both were Texas. That's guys. my perspective. That that that's my perspective, and that's the way that I would have done it. Yes, yes. Now I, I think it's I think it's very interesting. I, I it's definitely seemed like the reaction because they're both. I mean, it was in San Antonio. They're both Texas guys, so they're both you know home state guys. So it was. I think it was a perfect setup. I think it was a you know one of those things that. Uh, it, it really made sense, uh, and I think it, it. I think it did, you know, kind of, um, kind of spark something, you know, with, with the with the Taker, you know, Michaels uh, uh, feud, which ended up becoming one of the best uh, feuds of the pat in the next, you know, couple years. Uh, so I think it was. Uh, I think it was very interesting that how how that was uh, done. Now, this. Okay, so Patterson and the Michael Hayes and the people that you said, do they have uh, a particular rhyme or reason of why they choose like the final two, or is that just? Of course, they know who's going to win, but I'm I'm interested to see. I'm interested to know as far as as far as your knowledge of why the runner up becomes chosen to be the runner up. No, with. with with stuff that I've seen and, and been blessed to be a part of, it, it always has to do with storyline. Okay. Always has to do with storyline. Mm -hmm. And w w when you see stuff like that happen with those finishes or the runner-up guy, and it, it all boils down to storyline. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, we all know Vince McMahon has the final say in WWE, mm -hmm. and especially with Royal Rumbles, WrestleMania, things of that nature. So the final call is Vince. And Vince is the guy making those decisions of, of the guys that he's pushing and, and the, the companies behind and, you know, what they're doing. But with everything that happens on WWE television or even AEW now or NXT or whomever else is out there, um, it's all about storyline. Mm -hmm. And if the fans – follow the storylines and they see the storylines week in, week out. And then a big pay-per-view comes and you got a big moment. That's what those pay-per-views are for. Those yeah. big moments. Yeah. So that's what you do. And I've noticed a lot of the runner-ups actually get world title shots themselves. Like Roman Reigns is a runner-up, had a world title shot. Chris Jericho, when Sheamus won, he ended up getting a title shot against CM Punk. You know, so there's a lot of times where the runner-ups get that world you know that other title shot or that big title shot except for like 2011 when like santino morella was the runner-up you know with uh with uh dario when when he won you know i was marking out for for santino but <laughs> unfortunately it was just a weird that was the only 40-man royal rumble and well, what are your thoughts on that just a 40-man royal rumble and how that ended up turning about with with Del Rio, the winner, and Santino, the runner-up? I'm old school, man. I'll, I'll stick with 30 men yeah, all day long, man. Me too. And, and again, you know, I mean, to me, battle royals can be anywhere between 15 to 30. 30 is max, mm -hmm. and that's just my humble opinion. Um, but as far as the 40 and, and why things are done for 
why they're done, who knows? Yeah. Right, let's talk about 28 uh, before we get into those questions. You said you had a fun, you had an interesting story about uh, about uh, 28, uh, I mean, the uh, Royal Rumble 2018, uh, 2008, the 2008 Royal Rumble, the one that uh, seemed well, to be back in one. Yeah, well, just just a little story, man. And you know, I I, I love telling stories. You know that, man. Yep. When I write, I write stories, and yep. you know, I just love to write. Um, but when when we got the news, you know that that Cena was coming back. It was myself, Michael Hayes, Pat Patterson, and um, I believe it was Jimmy Corderas because Corderas and I were. So everybody else was told to leave. We were the only guys who were told to um, to stay and we knew something was going down we didn't know what but earlier in the day i remember i had been texting with cena because he was in florida and he was rehabbing and stuff and i had been texting with him all day and in one of his text messages he he mentioned something about a nice pepperoni pizza on the corner and i went how would he know that pepperoni pizza is on the corner? <laughs> he must have been in New York somewhere. So I, I left it the way it was. So then when we get pulled into this meeting, we're told, hey, it's going to be Cena. He's coming back, yada, yada, yada. So I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. So, A little 40 uh, and slip by uh, Cena there. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, all right, he's here. Yeah. But that's what he was trying to tell me but not tell me. Yeah. So, you know, we're we're, we're doing the match and stuff. And then all day long, Cena was nowhere to be found, nowhere to be found. So when, when they finally got him, they, they had like a bag or, or like a hood just put over him. I mean, all black. I mean, it was like dragging. You couldn't tell who it was, you know, but he had somebody escorting him and stuff. And he was placed in a position near Gorilla because it was cool because during that rumble is when they had that short entrance, yep. you know, the, the old Madison Square Garden entrance, mm-hmm. which was rad to do. So he was literally there. And so when it came time to to have him come out, man, Boom, that place exploded. It was cool because that's when social media was like in its infancy and people were kind of getting smart to stuff. And nobody knew about that, man. And it was a big surprise and that was cool. And during the celebration when I'm raising his hand and stuff and everything, he turns and grabs me and he tries to hug me. And the same, when he's trying to hug me, he goes, we're a long way from California, kid. So he told me. <laughs> so it, it was a cool moment. Interestingly, he interestingly he's calling you the kid, and you're much older than he is. So, <laughs> of course, he was a champ, dude. Hey. Yeah, uh, he he was the kid, but yeah, he's the champ. He wasn't. Well, he was the the you know the the the, the guy, the top guy. So, of course, of course. Yeah. All right. So let's get into some questions. Uh, some really good questions. I see uh, here. Let's start with. Um, um all right so let's see all right so take us back uh cole is asking take us back would you take us back to SummerSlam 06 orton versus hulk that was amazing to be a part of that and the reason why it was amazing because about 10 15 years earlier maybe 20 years earlier i i would take my brothers to pizza places to go watch the pay-per-views and Hogan was the, the guy, you know, Hulkamania was running wild and things of that nature. 
and the music and everybody was, you know, eating their vitamins and everything else. And to be in that ring in Boston when his music hit and to some somehow through space travel and time go back, you know, 15 years and stuff and the music is playing in that pizza parlor and here you are right there in the moment the music's blurring the crowd the energy everything else yep. that's a very surreal moment yeah. and i it, it got me choked up and you know i i i couldn't believe that i was actually waiting for hulk hogan to come down and do the the deal yeah mind-boggling man th th that right there to me just proved that no matter who you are what walk of life you come from what you do who you know what you do if you believe in yourself you got a, a heart you got a good work ethic you're a good human being and those types of things happen to you amen unbeliever amen uh he also is asking how did a referee seminar go and will it happen again uh, referee seminar. I'm actually, uh, out and about, uh, talking to people about booking a lot more referee seminars. And, uh, I like to say, you know, that I'm actually getting booked myself and, um, you know, come out there and, uh, show the kids how it's done. Yeah. Uh, you going to be around Tampa, uh, in a few months. I don't know. Uh, there's a rumor that I was moving to Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. <laughs> okay, we'll just leave that at that. <laughs> All right. Uh let's see. Elvis is asking, uh, what would you do if the Undertaker is number two in this year's Royal Rumble? Plus, who is going to win the Super Bowl? Uh Taker being number two. Taker number two at, at Royal Rumble. as far as entrance. Uh oh, yeah, entering the Royal entrance. Rumble. Yeah. Uh, my, my money would say he's probably going to be 25 or 30. Okay. Yeah. That would be an interesting uh, surprise there. And, and, and as far as the Super Bowl, I, I, I would love to see somebody other than New England win it. Well, my boys just beat, uh, my boys beat New England to get into the uh, playoffs. Uh, I'm a big Titans fan. So we beat, uh, New England, Congrats, uh, Congrats. two, thank you. Two weeks ago. And last week we beat, uh, last weekend we beat, uh, Baltimore. So uh, I was very, very happy about that. So we got the Chiefs in the AFC championship game and uh, Pax and the Niners uh, over in the NFC. Now we'll, we'll see how it goes, man. So uh, let's see. All right. What does powder mean? And can you take us back to that moment at New Year's Revolution 07 with Triple H? Powder means when somebody leaves the ring. Uh, for example, if somebody's getting back in the corner, they'll take a powder, and that means that they're leaving the ring. They're going mm -hmm. to the outside, so that's a powder. Uh, when Hunter got hurt, um, it was a very surreal moment. And mind you, you know you're going to hear me say the say that word surreal because when you're in that moment, and when when you look back and you say, wow, man, that was a big point in history or, you know, you were a part of a huge pay-per-view with a big conglomerate company. I mean, these aren't little things, man. You just go back and, you know, you don't realize the scope of these things when you're in that moment yeah. until you get out of the moment. Yeah. Um, to be there for that and to be there in a situation where something very bad happened, and 
to be there to, to learn. And what I mean by that is I had Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton, and Edge in that match. Mm-hmm. And when when that thing went south, the generals took over. And they communicated, they were clear, they they didn't panic, they they protected Hunter, and that was it. That's all everybody knew. You know, everybody knew he was hurt, yeah. but nobody knew the original finish. Nobody knew what was supposed to happen. But to have those guys there teach me on the fly like that just made me a better referee. Nice. And I, I learned how to do it the right way. Nice. That's awesome, man. There you go. Um, <laughs> who was the best rib guy in each promotion that you worked? And what was your all-time funniest rib job to witness? That's a good question, Cole. Oh, God. Uh, the biggest rib guy? Whew. God, man, I don't want to give anybody up, man. <laughs> uh, you know, but there was quite a few. There was quite a few guys, you know. And, you know, I, I partake or partook in some ribs myself. But actually, the, the funniest and biggest rib that I was ever a part of happened to me. You know, it, it was overseas. And uh, long story short, uh, I, I was stripped naked. And I was thrown out into a snowy uh, hotel parking lot. So we'll leave it at that. Oh goodness! Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, of course, we're clamoring at uh, who was it, but uh, I'm sure you probably won't share that. So uh, let's get into Brian's asking: Have you ever had someone get injured in a match you ref to where you had to hurry the match to the end? Um, yeah, there's been several, but as far as hurrying the match, you know, you don't, you don't hurry the match. If anything, you can't one, two, three, Mm -hmm. I mean, or you ring a bell or you do something or you, you just call it off. I mean, as far as hurrying it through and, Oh, come on, hurry up, get your, you know, you you can't do that because you really don't know how serious the injury is. Mm -hmm. You don't know if the guy can continue. So there's no way that me, myself personally, that I'm going to take a chance like that and hurry the match and let these guys finish what they're going to do. If I feel that a guy is injured, I'm going to count one, two, three. I don't care if his shoulders are down or what. I want that match over. I want this guy out of here. I want him to get checked, make sure he's okay. So, yeah, I mean, you never want to hurry a match Mm -hmm. like that. Especially when somebody's safety is in jeopardy. No, that's right. You don't do that. That's right. In the same vein here, uh, have you ever had to change the ending of a match on the fly? All the time. Um, I I think I wrote about it with one of your columns, you know, ECW uh, Extreme Rules Mm -hmm. in New Orleans. It was Swagger, Christian, and Tommy Dreamer. Dreamer, You know, uh, Christian was a champion at the time. And I got told as the three of the guys are coming in that Tommy Dreamer was winning the title. So we had had this whole match mm-hmm. the whole day. And then as they come in, they switch it on me right there. And it's like, okay, let's wow. do this. Wow. Mind you, that, that was on pay-per-view that happened. Yeah. So try doing that kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> can you think of it? Can you think of any more uh, pay-per-view ones? pay-per-view finishes mm-hmm. uh that changed uh no man none to come to head i know there was a lot of live event stuff that that got changed mm-hmm. or people didn't kick out and they got counted three so mm-hmm. uh you know we had scenarios like that happen yeah 
Yeah. So. Uh, let's see. So, uh, what are your thoughts of uh, wrestling now and then? Okay. So, what what do you consider then? Is it ten years, fifteen years? Good point. You know, because yeah. So, what do you consider then? For me, if you want me going back to when I first broke into the business, I, I think it's not even the same business. I mean, it's completely different. Um, back when I was breaking in and, and got brought into the business, there was still kayfabe. That was, there, there was still carny. There was still. Uh, you know, it, it was believable, you know, like, like all the secrets weren't revealed. And to a certain extent, you know, the, the magic was still there. Mm-hmm. And to see what it is today, it, it's not the same business. And what I mean by that, it's not the same business inside the ring or outside the ring. So inside the ring, I mean, there's a lot of guys who do spots and I, I, I personally call it Circus Soleil and Flippity Duda. That's what I call it. <laughs> Um, but to me, wrestling was all about telling a story. Yeah. And when you did the flippity doodahs and you did the ladders and you did the stuff, that was like a special effect that you added in. Mm-hmm. It's no different than watching a John Wick movie where John Wick is fighting these guys and doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, a car explodes. Okay. Boom. John Wick, you know, so that's the example I'm trying to give real quick, but it, it, it's different. And when I see it today, it's like. Social media is what it is, and we need to use it to to promote ourselves. It's a platform that we use. I get it. I know what it means today. Mm-hmm. Social media, from my point of view, and it's my humble opinion, is that back when I was doing stuff, when it was real, is you didn't have guys on social media threatening each other with a match, and I'm going to beat you and this and that. And then after the match post a photo shaking hands hugging great match <laughs> right right yep. you just didn't do I that agree, man. and that's the difference man and if if and here's the thing i'm gonna say straight up man if people want to get pissed at me i don't care guys aren't being trained the correct way today mm-hmm. and that's a fact yeah they're not being taught the right way man there's a right way and wrong way to do this business just saying yeah, I agree, man. I, I just it just gets back to the, you know uh, you can't you can't just totally kill kayfabe, man. I, I don't know. I'm just you can't. You know, what I mean, I, I I'm I'm not an old guy, you know, but I'm old school. I've been watching wrestling since the mid '80s, and so, uh, but still, you know, even with you know 35 years almost of watching wrestling, it's just i'm still an old school guy man you just can't kill kayfabe you know what i mean because uh, the whole point is you're supposed to the whole point of wrestlers is that you're supposed to create a presentation that suspends disbelief you know what i mean like that's that's the that's the bread and butter of professional wrestling so if you get rid of that then you start doing a bunch of flippity moves that actually has very hurtful consequences <laughs> that 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 it's unfortunate now th- you know the, the the injury bug is so prominent nowadays because people want to bring reality in wrestling by doing a bunch of flips and spots but it's like man you you get away from the heart of wrestling it's just you me as the viewer i already know that there's a predetermined finish that there's choreographed they t- say moves in the ring or they already discuss all the moves i know all that 
but I'm and mm -hmm. I'm invested because of the story, the characters. Just like it would, I always say, wrestling is a comic book come to life. Just because I just just how I know that Marvel and DC all the good guys always win at the end. That wasn't that don't stop me from going to a Marvel or DC movie, knowing that the good guys are the good guy is going to win in the end, regardless of what movie I go see. But I go see it because I want to know how they win in the end. You know what I mean? So that's that's Absolutely. the big part of it. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I put wrestling and Star Wars together, man. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much the same concept, guys. Yeah. But now the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I've heard. I've heard a lot about it. So Mandalorian right. put my re Mandalorian restored my faith into Star Wars. Put it that way. Really? Wow. Nice. Yeah. Very good stuff, man. All right, a couple more uh, for you, buddy. Um, let's do. Let's do this one. What are your thoughts on the female referees? Female referees. To be perfectly honest with you, I've only seen a couple of them referee. And the reason for that is that I don't watch much TV. I don't watch much television. I don't watch much wrestling of anything. You know, I mean, I, I, I think the last time I watched wrestling was probably an AW, AEW episode when one of the referees botched the finish and I had enough. Yeah. I think that was, uh, the so I, just, uh, I think that was Pac. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When they yeah. just, it was just uh, a no count. I'll just, I'll like, just leave that there. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ever got that from this guy. Anyway. I'm with you, man. All right. Last question so, for uh, you. <laughs> Sure. Um, what what wrestler was great at being a guest referee, and who would you want to see as a guest referee in your dream match? Good, good question, Alan. Ooh, uh, the guys who always really did very well, and I'm not saying this because I love them, was Sean and Chris Jericho. Were, were uh, they, they they took it seriously, man? Yeah. They really did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know they 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 really asked questions and and they cared about it because they knew that, that you know this. And it's funny because. I've had guys like Ray Mysterio. I mean, just countless people, uh, male and female performers, man. When when they get stuck with a, a a referee assignment, they're they're beside themselves. They go, "Man, how do you do this? Mm -hmm. This is hard." And I go, "Well, you know, try doing it for for three matches, and you know, doing all the other stuff. And you know, you only got one match to worry about. We got all three, and right. we got different things to to, to do. So." Yeah, you know, they, they they have a true respect for it and, and appreciate it and know that it's not an easy task. Not just anybody can do it. You just can't throw somebody in there on, in a striped T-shirt and expect them to make it when nobody's there to show them how to make it. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> All right. I, I got one more for you, man. Is that cool? Sure. All right. Yeah, bring them, man. Bring them. All right, cool. Love it. Um. This is a good one here. Can you give us a random story that you don't get to tell much that you really like to talk about? Is it music, TV, or wrestling? Uh, I'd say wrestling. Give us wrestling. Uh, give us some give us some dirt, man. 
Nah, dude, I'm really not about dirt, man. That's not my thing, man. I know, I, I know. I wanted to bury people, I, I, man. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying. Bear, I know. I know you, man. We're, we're I, know, I, I know what you mean. Uh, but um, I'm saying like something that some something some a story that someone might not know about that doesn't really like expose somebody, but you know, <clears throat> just something. No, no. You know what? One of the coolest times that I had was when it, me and Lance Cade and Shawn Michaels went to Shannon Moore's tattoo shop down in uh, North Carolina and we all got tattooed together. We all, you know, were in, in boots right next to each other. So it was Sean, I was in the middle and Lance was over here and we all got tattooed all at the same time when we were on the road as, you know, a bonding, you know, with the boys and stuff. So th that's a story that, that a lot of people don't know, you know, that, that you know, we, we, we had planned that out you know, for some time and we finally got the opportunity to do it. We hit up Shannon Moore and Shannon's like, come on down guys. So we went down and tattooed us and, you know, it, it was something, you know, I'll never forget. I mean, I got the tattoo and when I see the tattoo, it, I have very fond memories of that, you know, especially with Lance not being here anymore and nice. knowing, you know, that that was my boy and, you know, that all three of us, you know, shared a tattoo together. So wow, that's a cool one. Yeah, that is that is pretty cool. Uh, I got a picture of uh, <clears throat> one of your one of your tattoo deals. So, uh, oh, let me uh, let me bring something up for you. <laughs> let me bring something up for you and see. I, I don't think a lot of people know what my what my latest tattoo is. What is it? It's the Fozzie logo, the Fozzie F. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. I got it out on tour. So that was really, uh, <clears throat> that was something new, huh? Oh, it, it, it was such a great experience, man. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm trying to bring this, uh, this up. Um, there we go. <laughs> uh, what was this? What year was that? Oh, wow. That was 2007. That's when me and Sean and uh, Lance and, uh, yeah, when we went to Shannon Moore's. Yeah, that's 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 it. That's That was the day, man. Look that at that guy. Day. That guy's <laughs> That guy looks horrible. I, I, I see stuff like that and just go like, why, Marty, why? <laughs> why, why, do you think, why do you think you looked horrible? Dude, I, I look at myself and I go, man, I just – I wasn't in great shape. I wasn't where I, where I needed to be. And, you know, I, I mean, of course I was living the dream. I was in WWE and stuff and everything, but I look back on that. And I was like, man, you just had so much to learn, dude. Even though I was there, I mean, I still had so much to learn. And yeah. I, I wish me today could go back and talk to that guy and go like, look, dude, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, sure. Just about yeah. life. Just not, yeah. not even about wrestling. Just about life. Sure. Absolutely. No. All right. Who should be in the Hall of Fame? Who should be in the Hall of Fame? Chris Jericho. This year. Oh, this year. <laughs> Chris Jericho. <laughs> That's not going to happen when he's uh, hanging out in Jacksonville. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I, I, he, he, no here, here's the thing. I, I truly think, and I'm not saying this. Yes, I am. I'm saying this because I'm a referee. I, I truly believe that they should induct Tim White. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Timmy was involved with a lot of WWE history, especially with Andre mm-hmm. and, and, and the stuff that, that he's seen. And I mean, Timmy was there when Vince first started, man. I mean, yeah. Timmy was one of the original guys, man, like with Howard. You know, so, yes, I am saying it, you know, there, there, there should be a referee wing there. Um, and I, I think if they do decide to do a referee, and, and even regardless if it's not even a referee wing, is just to have Timmy White in the Hall of Fame because that that's a guy who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I agree, and they have like a legacy wing now when they have mm-hmm. like names yeah. where like they don't do like formal big ceremonies, but they're put like I think Luna Vachon was one of them that recently, like a year or two ago, that she was in like in the legacy wing. I think uh, I think that would be a good spot for him, you know, still in the Hall of Fame, yeah. but still you know, but, but part of the legacy wing, yeah. still the Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think I like that. Yeah. Yeah, man, Timmy taught me a lot, man. Taught mm-hmm. me a lot. That's awesome. About, about the business, about the business. Yeah. So, last question: uh, What match would you have liked to ref but didn't? I got to ref the greatest match in the in WrestleMania history, so you don't look back on that. <laughs> That's true. That's absolutely true, Marty. <clears throat> Uh, it's been a pleasure, man. Uh, plug yourself. Uh, let us know what's what's new nowadays, and uh, we're, we're okay. Gonna, gonna I, I I just dropped my pro wrestling tees store, so it's live and it's up and it's ready to go. Uh, it, it's wrestling based. It, it's not a marginalized referee. It. What I wanted to do is I wanted to do the website fans because uh, it is pro wrestling tees forward slash Marty Elias MM uh, MN as in um, MM Motley Mojo MM okay. okay Marty Elias MM so yeah so uh, I, I th- this is designed for the fans I, I had my boy Pete Bregman uh, do the artwork for me and stuff being that we're in an age of social media and such uh, we just launched a hashtag series, so it's it's a hashtag wrestling related. So we got hashtag gimmick, hashtag enhanced talent. You know, so we have all the hashtags for all the social media platforms. We we have four different uh, styles that are up there now, and uh, go check it out, man. And uh, you know, there they are, right there. Hashtag gimmick, hashtag nuclear heat, hashtag over as F, and uh, hashtag enhancement Tyler. Enhancement time. Yeah, nice couldn't stuff. see that. That's why. But that's my store right there. Uh, come check it out, man. You know, that's our first series. You know, we've got a lot of other cool stuff that we have uh, on the table. So uh, go check it out. And like I said, I designed these for the wrestling fans, man. The wrestling fans are the ones who, who you know, are, are the ones who mean the most because if it wasn't for the fans, none of us would, would be able to do what we do. So got that going on. Uh, there's rumor that glow starting soon. So oh, nice. it was crossed on that. Nice. So oh, season four, four finals. Yeah. Season four. Nice, man. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed on that. Um, I'm going to be at the NAM show this weekend. Uh, the national association of musician and merchants, 
uh, hanging out with Victory Amps and Orange Amps and hanging out with my boy Jacob Stebe, uh, who's the uh, a prodigy guitar player from America's Got Talent. On another side note, he and I have been writing some music together, so look out for that. Wow, man. So uh, got some cool things coming. The Motley Crue Tour is starting in June, so who knows? All right. Doing some big things, man. <clears throat> Doing some big So, uh, you know. Wow. And, you know, uh, um, AEW is out there. I sent my resumes to Christopher Daniels, you know, um, uh, was invited to an NXT house show uh, right before Christmas. It, it was great to be back home. So uh, you just never know where the ball is going to land. Wow, that would be uh, that would be fantastic, man. Uh, I'm I'm sure that uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs> I'm sure that we'll see you sooner than later, man. So, uh, absolutely. <clears throat> Pro slash Marty Elias MM. So uh, go check my buddy out, man. Hey, man, it's 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 great to great to talk to you again, man. It's uh, long overdue, absolutely. man. Thank and, you uh, so much. I'm I'm humbled, dude. Thank you so much, and yeah. everybody. Thank you so much for the support, man. Th big things are coming. Marty Elias is back in the wrestling world along with all the other worlds. So uh, here I am. Remember, it's at Marty underscore Elias underscore one on Instagram. And that's the only place you'll find me. And God bless. And thank you, everybody. I'm humbled. Great energy. But at the end of the day, be a great human being. Thank God you, sir. Appreciate you, man. <clears throat> all right. Marty Elias, my guy. Man, a, a huge thank you to Marty Elias, man, for being a part of uh, the show. Uh, man, uh, he's just, um, he's been on the show a bunch of times, but uh, first video, but it was really, really cool to talk to him again, man. It's been, it's been a while. We, we chat, uh, you know, we, uh, we, he's very encouraging, man, and we encourage each other and uh, send each other text messages every now and then. Just, a, just a simple, how you doing? You know what I mean? That's. And and that's what it's all about, man. Just simple how you doing texts go a long way, man. It really does. So uh God bless you, Marty, and uh talk to you soon, my brother. <clears throat> See ya. All right, man. Uh good stuff, everybody. Uh Marty Elias, that was absolutely amazing. Appreciate you, Marty. And uh let's jump into <laughs> this is gonna be fun, y'all. PNP Year End Awards, ladies and gentlemen, the PNP Year End Awards. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal with uh, the PNP Year Year End Awards, and of course, I can't do the PNP Year End Awards without the co-host with the most, ladies and gentlemen, Evan Tech Proud. Hey yo, it's survey time. You are on the you're you're live, pal. You don't, don't look like you hear me though. You're live, pal. <laughs> he's he's trying to get on the he's trying to get on the air. So I'll bring him on when uh, he's ready to rock and roll, man. Uh, <laughs> say hi to Evan Tech Brown. Uh, uh, he for some reason he went off. I don't know, but he'll he'll be back on the air here. So uh, there he is. All right, you ready? You ready, Evan? Can you hear me? Yes. 
You good? I can hear you, man. Can you hear me? All right. I can't hear you. You think you're frozen. I'm frozen. Oh, no. My face is frozen. I don't know why. My face isn't frozen to uh, everybody else. I don't know why. Face is frozen. Let's try again. All right. Good? You, All were, right. you were moving. Yeah. Yes, I was moving. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. So let's let's get on these uh, PMP year end awards, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So PMP Nation, um, we need a we need a we need a PMP Nation uh, here. We need a wrench mob in here, man. Uh, all the people who are uh, uh, up and ready for the uh, PMP Year End Awards, uh, jump on. Um, yes, everyone can hear you. Everyone can hear you. All right, so let's uh, jump right into the PMP Year End Awards. Let's uh, uh, first of all, how, how you doing? Can you hear me, Evan? Are you there? Everybody, sorry. I just see a frozen Chris face. So if y'all can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Sure. Why we can't hear you. I mean, we can hear you and they can hear me and you. Cool. I can't hear y'all, but y'all can hear me. So. Oh no. Okay. Um. Let's see how we're gonna make this work, man. Um. Can't hear. Can't hear me. Let's try. Let's see. Can you hear now at all? No, no, nothing. I don't know, man. Don't know why you can't hear, buddy. Um, don't know why you can't hear. We can hear you. Um, yeah. You're live. Everyone can see and hear you. <laughs> You're live, pal. <laughs> uh, yeah, now you just froze. I don't know, man. Not quite sure. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we can try Facebook. Maybe we can try Facebook. I'll do that. That's a good second. It's uh, a good second uh, choice there. All right. Um, let's see. Let's do this. Live pal. We're alive, pal. 
All right, so let's get these PNP year end awards together, man. Let's get these PNP year end awards. Let's bring on Evan Tech Prout first. Uh, something's going on with his his uh, uh, issues here. He's got an issue going on here. So uh, we'll be right back. All right, bringing you on here. Do me a favor and turn your phone the other way. Yes, uh, but never. Nope, nope. Uh, it, it's not working that way. That's cool. That's cool. Just like that is fine. All right, Evan Tech Prout. Here we go. Uh, with, um, there we go. There we go. Now we Damn. can see you. There we go. Live, live, live. There we go. <laughs> can, you, can you hear me? Yes. Hear yes. Everybody can hear you. All good, man. All good. Father Jones, I no think worries. I got a brand new phone. The Illuminati tried to attack me on my show. <laughs> it's attacking everything I'm doing. They're attacking my ravens. Ain't he getting no notification about your show? Go Titans. <laughs> go Titans. Good old King Henry. You know, uh, you know, uh, Katie Kate Mahomes, they gonna go to the Super Bowl. They probably gonna face the 49ers, but nah man. Hey, we beat we beat Kansas City once, we can do it again, man. Yeah, y'all y'all beat us, and you know, yep. we'll we'll be back next year. Yep. Most Mo, Mo knew I was gonna say somebody. <laughs> Baltimore. Yeah, guy. I can't I can't even see any of the uh any of the um any of the comments. Uh, um yeah if you hop on if you hop on one of the uh like one of my pay if you hop on my page you'll be able to see it just be sure to uh mute the the volume so i don't hear it twice uh all right q cool i got some good i got some good uh i told chris everybody that uh i got a lot of stuff in the fuse box that's what i call my basement uh, we're being taxed, so I got a couple of things to show y'all guys throughout the episode. Nice, uh, nice. Y'all, uh, I dig it. Cool, man. Sounds good. So let's jump into the P and P year in the words. I see Mo, he's a part of Wrench Mob, he is on board. Cole's in the Wrench Mob. 
he's here. Cole's getting his uh his t-shirt soon. He actually gave him the size today, mm. so uh Cole gets the gets his t-shirt. All right, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right into the PFP Years Awards. So again, finally we were able to compile a list of uh um uh, of categories that you chose all right you chose the categories and you're going to choose the answers based on uh all of the um pnp nation listening and looking at my shows all the fans of the show who's been around for a while you guys pick the categories and you're going to pick uh the answers this is 100 percent pnp nation uh pmp year and awards so i'm really excited about this i'm really excited about you all choose because whatever y'all choose um i have nothing to do with i did not uh coerce anybody so if someone has a worse interview or don't want to be asked again that's not because of me that's because of the pnp nation <laughs> so that's the disclaimer <laughs> so let's start off with the best interview the best interview the best interview who is the best interview so what i'll do is i'll say <clears throat> i'll just say a bunch i'll just bring up the ones uh, i'll just bring up the ones here and then uh i guess the i guess at the end of the day the ones with the most um uh the ones with the most uh the same answer uh, is the is the winner so what has been your bet and this is in 2019 Vote for the best interview of 2019. You forgot her name, probably Raka Khan, uh, Mo. <clears throat> so we got Eric Eric Bischoff here. Um, what else we got? Oh, you froze on me. Uh, froze on me, Mo. I uh, I froze on me, Evan. <clears throat> You've got like a, a a very interesting pose going on right now. Uh, yeah, that's it, Raka Khan. Black Bart, old Black Bart. Old Black Bart. Old Black Bart. Uh, let me get let me get him back on the phone. Uh, let's see. All right. Is that can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? No, all right, still can't hear us. Still got to do plan B. Still got to do plan B. All right, no sound. Okay, yeah, I'm about to do plan B again. All right, <clears throat> old Black Bart. Let's bring him back on. Let's bring, let's bring Evan back on. Yeah, All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right, you're all good, man. <clears throat> all right, so old Black Bart, uh, we're doing the best, uh, the best interview right now. Old Black Bart. Uh, we got uh, Eric Bischoff. We got uh, 
<laughs> Old wrestler. That's very comical, in my opinion. Uh, no, Marissa. So for those, first of all, everybody, welcome Marissa to the show, the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Uh, Marissa is new, it looks like. So thank you. Thank you for joining the PNP Nation, Marissa. This is actually the 407th episode, Marissa, of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. This April, April the 3rd, marks eight years of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. We have an interview from former or current WWE, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, uh, um, New Japan. Yeah, New Japan. Like we we yeah, we we've had we've had it all on the show, NXT. So we have a wrestler uh, interview every week. Uh this week was former WWE ref and Lucha Underground ref Marty Elias. Um so that's what we do, Marissa. So welcome to the team. Welcome to the PNP Nation every Tuesday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh yes, I will. Uh everybody's giving you love, uh Marissa on the PNP nation you get to uh, see your face yes yes we get to see your face all right so let's go back to the interview so it looks like based on so so marissa this is the uh last year's interviews that i've had so you can actually google the pancakes of power slam show and see all the interviews we had an interview every single week of the year of the year last week 52 interviews for y'all so Yes. Um. Oh, thank you, Cole. I appreciate that, man. What's uh, going on, Cole? You won't be disappointed, Marissa. Stay tuned weekly. I appreciate that. Very, very good shout out to Cole, who, uh, who, he's on the wrench mob. Uh, so, so Marissa, yeah. so Marissa, you get uh, if you join the Patreon, which is like six bucks a month, it's nothing. It's a uh, less cheaper than a cheeseburger, is what Cole says. Um, if you join the Patreon, if, yeah, cheaper, cheaper cheeseburger. Uh, go there, join the Patreon. It's like six bucks a month. The third month, you get a Pancakes and Power Slam show T-shirt, and you also get to be a part of the Wrench Mob, which is the admin team on YouTube. So, um, I call it the Wrench Mob because when you become an admin, you get the wrench next to your name, and they're not the Lynch Mob, but they are. The wrench mob, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. All right. So right now it looks like the uh it looks like okay, so I see Bischoff and Black Bart. It seems like the the final two. So Bischoff or Black Bart. Which one? Which one do you think? I mean, which one which one do y'all have? Bischoff or Black Bart? Big gunning. I'm I'm gonna add I'm gonna add honorable mention is Black Bart and um uh my man Ice Train. You did the simultaneous. Oh, that was Ice Train and PN News. That was PN News, yeah. yeah PN News yeah. and Ice Train with the matches. Love that. Yeah, I like that. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, showing the yeah. matches, yeah. Because you know WWE will ping you if uh, you show their stuff, but if you show some cats wrestling from Japan, uh, from Germany. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. there's nobody, uh, you can't ping that one, so ha ha. Uh, I'm seeing Rocket Con too. Most saying Rocket Con, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna let nobody show <laughs> my creation, nobody but me. <laughs> we got the black chair, I'm gonna kill it right there. The there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
this oh, year. Oh man. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cole, Cole, you missed our YouTube year. So here's the thing: uh, if you go, if people join the Patreon, the next the next stop is to have it simultaneously on uh, Facebook, two Facebook channels, and YouTube. So we need about five more patrons uh, to make that happen. To make it live on three platforms. Right now, it's live on two simultaneous platforms with the patrons. Uh, with the with the patrons. It'll be live on three multiple platforms. So um, continue to push that. All right. So here we go. 2019 PNP uh, year end award for the best interview. So the, here's the deal. Black Bart is the winner, but it goes to the, but the thing is which Black Bart interview? Cause I brought him on like two or three times. Uh, so next we have the worst interview, <laughs> the worst interview and yeah. So, so, so the worst interview is the next one based on all of your interviews from, uh, from 2019, all the, all of the, <clears throat> okay. So the first black Bart interview is, uh, the winner is what uh, was Mo was saying. Um, yeah, that did get a lot of uh, hits. I think that was when we were talking about uh, Dark Side of Wrestling. And he was talking about Devon Eriks. So that was that was huge. They actually got a bunch of uh, YouTube views, too. Um, so the worst interview. You know, <laughs> I, I got to say this. And like I said, I... Uh, um, you know, I'm I'm good buddies with the guy, but uh, for you, I would have to say uh, Elijah Burt. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> and that, that's my man. I I, I love Burt. We made him go back, but you know, you told me he was getting a little rushed, if you will. Yeah, and man, I if you will. I had to bring up, uh, I had to call Eddie Kingston like right when the show started, and yeah. uh, he he came through, man. Eddie Kingston, uh, big shout out to Eddie Kingston, man. He came through, literally called the dude at like eleven oh two or three or something like that. Answered the phone. He said, "Yeah, man, I'll hop right on." Uh, there, uh, there's Mike. There's Mike. He's on board. There it is. While everybody is waiting. Everybody's trying to vote the worst. I'm going to reveal number one from the fees box. Look at this. Look at that right there. What do you see? Wow, baseball card. Hey, baseball, read that, brother. That's, oh, that's trading card. Trading w card. NWO, Monday Nitro trading cards. Nice, nice. 97 cent. Now, these are fresh. I just opened them. Wow. Never before got these when they first came out. Nice. That's pretty dope. Yeah, ironically, the first card. Well, this isn't the one that passed away. You got La Parker. Yeah, the other La Parker passed away just a few days ago. Yeah. Goldberg versus DDP. Nice. When the cover went out. And then uh, I go back on the next. Uh, I had to show the rest of the next Nitro. <laughs> wow! Look at this, Kitty Chaos. Oh wow! Psychosis. Nice. And my good old buddy, he's been on my show a couple of times. Very hilarious. Glenn. <laughs> Disco Inferno. I love it. 
I love had it. these cards from 19, they got these in 1998. 99? 98. Yeah, 98, 99. Nice, yeah. nice. That's awesome, man. That's dope. Um, all right, so worst interview, guys. Worst interview. Mike, you keep uh, messing around. You, you keep playing around with my hearts. Guys, man. What team do you like, Mike? You've been really quiet <laughs> on your team. Really quiet. Who's your team? Because you know, man, I – I will yeah, roast his you. Teams the 49ers. Ah, the 49ers. Okay, who do you like He's in college? Who do you like in college? Uh, San Francisco is in California. So do you like USC or U- UCLA? Um, or neither. All right, so who's the worst interview? So, all right, so it looks like we got a winner. <laughs> who the worst interview was. I thought the interview was actually pretty good because he because he revealed uh some interesting things about uh about Raven uh when he when he quit uh WCW. Yeah. I thought the interview, I thought the, the part that I extrapolated from our conversation because um you know because he no show twice was uh was good, but uh I did get an interview while we were discussing, but as the PNP Nation know, we're live, pal. <laughs> yeah. Well, this person wasn't. <laughs> that Not goes to Sid for the for the worst uh, interview. Uh, all right. So the next one is the most surprising no show. I think there's only been one. <laughs> only been one no show for the entire Hughes. <laughs> You know, I talked to Mister Hughes last year. Um. Talked to Mr. Hughes last year. See, he wasn't, he didn't, he never committed. He said yes. And then, mm-hmm. like, the day of, this is probably like last year. It was last year. I, yeah. I talked, yeah, I think it was like early last year. It was around Mania because I talked to him live at Mania. I talked to him, not, not at Mania, but Mania Weekend in, in an indie show. And he was not a real nice guy. Um, but he didn't, you know, he didn't, he got no love. There was nobody over there signing his stuff. And I went over there to talk to him and I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm confrontational in love. I was like, man, I was like, he stood me up before <laughs> and, uh, he was supposed to come to my show. He said, he's like, oh man, really? You know, the, the typical, I'm sorry. And, yeah, I forgot, uh, brother. Yeah, yeah, man. I got, you know, I don't even. <laughs> and uh, I was like, "All right, man. Let's, just, you know, I'm I'm a forgiving guy. Let's try it again." But uh, you know, but you know, my happens. vote. I, I know everybody gonna pick Sid, but my vote, us personally, which we will never discuss the full story on air. But good old Buffy bags. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that is not a. Uh, that is not a uh, Nation story. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Good old Buffy bags. Yes, yes, yes. Hands down, hands down, hands down, without a doubt. <laughs> um, but yeah, for for those uh, who do know, you have merchandise, and I, uh, you have more merchandise than I do. All I have are shirts, four belts, and some books. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got some that's four belts is good though. That's good. All right, so Cole says Sid in a landslide. Antoine says Sid. Who was the last older guy you had on the show? Uh you talking about 
It's about Nick Patrick. Uh, tell the buff story. <laughs> oh man! Nah. Oh man! No, if you come to WrestleMania, uh, Mike or, or or whoever comes to WrestleMania, I might have. You know what? You know what? As a matter of fact, I think I might even do this. Evan and I we're we're, we're doing WrestleMania once again for for year number four together, and um, so. I think what I'm going to do, if I have time, because I'm bouncing every time, but if I have time, what I'll do, uh, I'll do this for the PNP Nation. I'll, I'll do something like, uh, let's get some wings and so, or something like that, some wings and lemonade, and I will tell the buff store in the table. That's what I would do. Uh, if you do what that, if you can. Table three. Oh, yeah. Trial, <laughs> trial, uh, trial table. Yep. Yep. So that's what we'll do. If we if I get enough demand and let me know who's going to WrestleMania uh weekend, or might do that we might do that uh um we might do that on a, on a, one of those days. So uh let me know. We'll, we'll, got me we'll, a Friday, man. Yeah, yeah, it's got Thursday man, I, it's gonna be crazy because Thursday I got uh Hall of Fame. Uh Friday I have um uh, I'll, I'll be doing Impact. I'm not going to SmackDown live. No, I'll be doing some interviews no. for Impact. Saturday is uh, NXT, and then Sunday is Mania. But throughout the day, I'll be doing a bunch yeah, of stuff at indie events. Yeah, yeah, all the other stuff we do. Yep. All right, so we already have the winner for the person. So the person most surprising no show. Uh, Evan is completely right. Uh, like I said, he's completely right about uh, about that. Uh, and if you come to WrestleMania weekend, <clears throat> you let me know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll make it happen. I will I will tell the story at a PNP uh, Axe Chris forum. How about that? <clears throat> so if we get enough people. We get enough demand of people who are going to uh, WrestleMania. We'll make an Axe Chris forum. If uh, if people on Twitter, let me know. Tweet at Chris Prolific. Let me know if you're going to WrestleMania, and we'll make it happen. This will said once again. <laughs> he has two awards. This, this will be your your fourth mania in a row. Yep. This will be my sixth mania in a row and my seventh overall. Nice. Awesome. Mama stuff. said ten, brother. <laughs> uh funniest PMP moments. Funniest PNP moments. Uh this is gonna make me think for a little bit. What's gonna make me think? Uh, I know it too. Okay, what you got? Rocket Cohen. <laughs> That's a good one. When Rocket Cohen cast three times in a row. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. You, yes, the donkey. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good one. A good what one. do we say? Some about my, my donkey. Or yeah, yeah. Something. Yes, you kept saying the A word. I kept saying donkey. You, uh, and <laughs> Kiss I know my donkey. Face. Yeah. <laughs> and I probably texted you and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That was. Yeah. 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 That, uh, that the, the donkey story was pretty good. For those, uh, my, my buddy, Trenisha, she's a. Uh, but my my friend, yeah, she, uh, she's uh she's a character, and um the the live one, it was a live video. So go back, I'm giving you reference points. <clears throat> go back to the to the video that was my <laughs> birthday episode, actually. 
So yeah. Uh, yeah, she was on my. She had a live video on my birthday episode, I believe, and uh, she was at. She was on vacation uh, at a at a hotel at an upscale hotel, and uh, she was uh, just ripping up uh, TNA and <laughs> Dixie Carter and Kurt Angle. And uh, she showed the waiter, and she was like, "Hey, you're gonna have to wait." And uh, yeah, she 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 went in. <laughs> she went in. It was very 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 funny. Uh, Mo says, uh, "Yeah, you remember seeing that live?" And uh, that interview was hilarious. So, uh, <clears throat> any more? Any more? Any more for the? Uh, for the most surprise, uh, funniest PMP moment of 2019. I got, I got one that was off air. We can tell that the, the PMP nation is uh, <laughs> we was on the phone and you called Flair. Rick <laughs> 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 Flair, <laughs> Flair yes. got me. I'm at the bank. Yes, that was real, another one. Me calling Rick Flair. Real, real uh, talking on the phone with Rick Flair last year. That was uh, that was funny. That was funny. That's another story that I will tell uh, for uh, in, in detail at WrestleMania if we do dinner. So I got Buff yeah. Bagwell, uh, and I also have uh, yeah. talking on the phone with Rick Flair. So uh, yeah, that was uh, very very interesting stuff. Um, all right, so are, are we? So we got the the winner for uh, the funniest uh, PNP moments. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. So the funniest PMP moment of 2019. <laughs> Mo said, "I just need to drive down there to go to this dinner." <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I just need to go to drive down there and go. Yeah, come on, come on, man, hey, come, come on, uh, Mo, come on, Mo, come on, Mo. Rocket Con's donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to Rocket Khan for the funniest moments uh, of the yeah. year for the PNP language. He wasn't with me, but uh, I know I, you know, I got a lot of stories of when I pulled my knife out when I had JJ Dillon in my truck at the gas station. Yes. <laughs> wow. New Jersey. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. All right. Funniest special guests. Funniest special guests. Funniest special guests. But uh I like I like this Mo. I still uh, uh I like I like this Mo. Uh, do it, do it now. I do it for you. That was his favorite. That was his favorite. That that was good. Um like I said, the special guest man, you uh, I I, I saw a little guilt when you probably don't remember. It had to be early last year when uh we had Marty on as a special guest, and Marty was talking about his career. He got a little emotional. Mm. Now, I don't know. Uh, was that early twenty nineteen? Um, was that late eighteen? Let me find out. Uh, last time Marty was on. Uh, let's see. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, he was on eighteen. It looks like it was eighteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, September eighteen, November 18, sixteen, okay. July, June of eighteen, 
Yeah, so it's been a while. It's been a long time. I didn't know hey, it was that long. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm wow. sorry. It's crazy. I didn't know it was that long. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Okay, so funniest special guest. Funniest special guest. What y'all got, guys? Y'all I'm got? still gonna say uh special guest, P and D's night strain. Oh yeah, I love that. I, yeah, I still I, I, that. I, I yeah. say that. And when 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 P and D's got uh he was getting mad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and when Ice Train put me over, man, for uh for, oh, for, yeah, for, for my migraine, up. yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was a lot of fun. And uh yeah, lots of lots of laughing um that night when we had both of them on and uh I still talk to train often. Um actually we ended up being pretty cool after that. Uh yeah, I'm an ice train, man. Yeah. All they're right. Undefeated street. People forget they're undefeated street. Yeah, man. Funny and special guests. PN News and Ice Train. I agree. Uh, I definitely agree. Um, to, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. With that. Lots of laughing. To, to keep uh, a, a great host in a good mood. Yes. I got this thing when it came out brand new. When FYE first came out in 1993. Nice. Look at this, guys. Look at this, Raleigh. Deadly Venom. The best of things. This is old. Look at this. I had to play this tape about a million times. <laughs> Jesse. Look at that. Wow. Still in good condition. Nice. And it was red. Yeah, this red top. Look at that. Love it. Old school, old school Turner Home Entertainment. I love it. Not not uh not Ico. Uh what was the uh Coliseum video? Yeah, so Coliseum home video. <laughs> Marissa, uh, my it says my favorite wrestler. I'm assuming your favorite wrestler is a New Day since your channel is called Pancakes and Power Sams. No, uh, <laughs> Pancakes and Power Sams actually came way before the New Day gimmick. This, uh, this, this. Uh, let Chris tell that story. Uh, this actually, uh, the show came on April of 2012. So the Pancakes and Power Sams show actually started before the New Day did. So. Uh, although I, I do love the New Day, they're one of my favorites uh, in WWE. Uh, but yeah, this uh, came actually before him, Marissa. Good, uh, awesome, awesome because uh, uh, videotape, uh, Evan. All right, so let's zoom through these. Um, let's see what else we got. So, uh, well, this is a good one. Best flavor of the week. Best flavor of the week. Oh man. Best flavor of the we week. We have done so many. Yes, we have. Best flavor of the week. <clears throat> I, I tell you a memorable one. I don't know if it's the best is when you did the uh when we did the uh the poll of the one time WWF champions and okay, the brackets. Y'all, yeah. yeah, y'all guys was going back and forth on who should it be who. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, let's see. Let me pull. Let me just say a few of them. Actually, let's see. I think I have. Uh, let's see. So, Davari. See when that was. Um. Love Talk Radio. So that was Royal Rumble main events. 
Um, this one was World Rumble Mini Events. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to see if I can see um, just like my synopsis somewhere, which I'll have to, having to uh, go through a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I, I know I'm on Spotify. Maybe I can look it up through Spotify. Um, so uh, let me let me know what y'all let me know what y'all think. Let me know what y'all remember. As a far lot, as, lot of yeah, as far as the uh, flavor of the week, so y'all pick y'all pick these categories. So, <laughs> so what is y'all's favorite uh, flavor of the week uh, episode? Flavor of the week episode. All right, here we go. <clears throat> so, yeah, the only thing is the. So I see all of them here on Spotify. So many. Um. So many. Okay, so you know what? As you guys do this, I'm gonna go through all of the uh, guests for for 2019 since I have them all here. So special, so special shout out, and in in order actually. <clears throat> so Chad Fortune, the first person who defeated Goldberg, uh, Sean Devari, uh, Casey Lennox from MLW, Adam Rose, Ken Anderson, Chris Masters, Bobby Fulton, uh, Black Bart. Sean Stasiak. Uh, <clears throat> so I'll play some media calls that I uh, had with my um, interviews. Uh, uh, media calls with Matt Taven and Jay Lethal. Stasiak came back. Peter was there for my seventh year anniversary. Ezekiel Jackson. Uh, Kenneth Johnson from 205 uh, Live. Lance Archer, PCO. Ricky Steamboat. Shane Taylor. Black Bart. Two. Uh, yep. Uh, Ma uh, Michael Elgin, uh, Allison Kay, the current NWA Women's Champ, Conan, uh, Wild Bill Irwin. Wow, I had <laughs> Wild Bill Irwin. Yeah, wow. I forgot about Wild Bill Irwin. Uh, Raka Khan, uh, PCO came back. Uh, Nick Patrick, Mike McGurk, the uh, former announcer. Uh, Tito Santana. Oh, that's right. I did have Tito on the show. George South, Nick Patrick again, uh, Sean Stasiak again, Flip Gordon, uh, Raka Khan again, Chris Masters again, Gene Snitsky, JCG, uh, Ice Train, Black Bart again, Mike Knox, uh, PN News, uh, Ice Train, Elijah Burke, and um, um, Eddie Kingston, Eric Bischoff, Sid Blackbart again, Three. Uh, Nick Patrick, Sean Hernandez, Bill Dundee, and Doug Basham. Oh, that was well. That was uh, well. Sean Hernandez was the last one. It was on uh, Christmas Eve. And, and, and my, my buddy Sean Hernandez, which we, me and me and Sean have been, we've been pretty tight for about five years. Mm -hmm. um, Actually, took time out on his date with his wife. He did, and he was at. He, he was actually he, on the date with Mrs. He's Hernandez. Yeah, well, Mrs. Hernandez. So yes. I, I always Absolutely. love Sean. Sean's always been a great guy, yeah. nicest guy too, man. And, and for him to take time out 
you know, with his bull bear, yep. to do a quick interview means a lot too. Yeah, it does, man. It, it sure does. This was fun. So let me recap. Let me do all of 2018 too. I got all of 2018. So special shout out to 18 too. So here's the 18. Uh, first interview was uh, Dave Chris of OVE. Second interview was Bischoff, Ken Anderson, Tyler Rex, Hornswoggle, Brian Cage, who actually signed with AEW. Yeah. Who I just mm-hmm. spoke, who I spoke to, he he snuck that, and uh, he will be on the show actually live. Uh, Brian Cage uh, in a couple of weeks, a few weeks. Um, Colt, uh, Colt, uh, Colt Toombs, Roddy Piper's son, Shane Taylor, Paul Diamond, Eddie Kingston, Kevin Sullivan, Rosa Mendez. Ernest the Cat Miller, Kenny King, Jerry Lynn, A.R. Fox, Chris Masters, Bobby Fulton, Oscar, Flying Fred Curry, Lance Archer, Alex the Pug Porto, Nick Aldis, Booker T, I'll do it for you, Brian Pillman Jr., Marty Elias, Bill Goldberg, Lanny Poffo, uh, Chris Pravone, Ken Resnick, Dave Milliken, Brian Cage, Ethan Page, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett, Colonel Robert Parker, Davari and Elias, uh, Marty Elias, Mike Knox, Chris Saban, Eric Bischoff, Vince Russo, bro, JTG, <laughs> Beer Brother City bro. Bruiser, Hernandez, Garrett Bischoff, Jim Brazil, Johnny Fairplay, Robbie E, who uh, just debuted on NXT last week, Ken Doan, the Patriot and uh, Rod Price, Black Bart, John Tatum. The last interview was uh, Bill Dundee. Huh. Interesting. I yeah, did not know that. So this is the second straight year. Also, so the last it was he was the last interview of 2018, and Dundee was the first interview of 2020. Uh, now, question: You say the Patriot because I know I've, I've interviewed both. The real one, Del Wilkes. Said, yeah, okay, the real Del Wilkes, yeah. not a uh, Tom Brady. And yeah. I actually, uh, yeah, I actually know the story of why. Um, I don't know if Del told you the story about the whole Patriot thing. Yes. Okay. So, so we do know. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, let's see if I got all of 2017. This was actually pretty fun. Um, I think I do. All right, guys. So here we go. 2017. Uh, sheesh. I got all 16 too. Okay. So let me do all of 16. Okay, I'm going to do all of 16 and all of 17, guys. This is fun. All right, so all of 16. Um, Daniel Pewter, Ricochet, Billy Gunn, Roderick Strong, Mark Lawrence from uh, WCW, Davey Richards, Donovan Dijak, Rikishi, Ken Anderson, JTG, Johnny Gargano, uh, Bill Dundee. He's been on twice. He's been on three times. It's pretty cool. Uh, Teddy Long. Paul London, Kaylin Croft. Oh, I forgot I had him on the show. Right. Pretty dope. Brad Maddox, Eric Escobar, Cedric Alexander, Bushwhacker Luke, Jake Roberts, Adam Rose, um, Ted DiBiase Jr., Brandy Rhodes, uh, Aria Davari, Ken Doan, Robbie E., Doug Basham, 
Sean Maluda, Katie Lee Burchill, NWO Sting, Buff <laughs> Bagwell, uh, yeah. Jim Brunzel, Tom Pritchard, uh, Ken Anderson, and Sean Devari together. Anthony Bennett, Richie Steamboat, so Ricky's uh, son, Lance uh, Hoyt, Garrett Bischoff, Marty Elias, uh, Matt uh, Anoy, the late Matt Anoy. That was one of his last interviews yeah. before he passed away. Um, PN News, Abyss, uh, Scott Putsky, uh, Selena Vega, she was Thea Trinidad, uh, Al Snow, and then the last one was uh, Ricardo Rodriguez. That was 2016. 2017 was Rob Conway, Bobby Fulton, Shane Douglas, Drew McIntyre, Sean De- uh, Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, uh, Chelsea Green, Scott Norton, Gary Michael Capetta, Christopher Daniels, Animal, Robo Animal, Pete Gass, John Morrison, uh, Chris Sabin, Anderson and Devara again together, uh, Matt Hughes, UFC star, uh, Nick Ninsmore. Archer again, Lance Archer, uh, Marcus Louis, Simon Dean, uh, Dan Hinkles of Five Star Wrestling. That's when he offered uh, CM Punk uh, like a million and a half dollars, something like that. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, Dan Severin, uh, Braxton Sutter, who's now uh, the Blade, right? Uh, Adam Page. The Bunny. Yeah. The <laughs> Sanjay Dutt, uh, Cameron, uh, Aaron Andrew. Uh, Marty Elias, Keith Lee, that was one of my favorite ones. Uh, uh, Billy Gunn, Aldis again, Bill After, Marty Elias, DJZ, Russo Bro again, Alex Wonder Wright, Bro. Dust Wonderkind. Yeah, 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 super nice dude. Rocket Con, JTG, uh, Jack Swagger, Ken Doan, Matt Seidel. Uh, former WWE referee uh, Jack Doan, Ardo Cal, uh, PJ Black, Shane Helms, Tom Pritchard, Court Bauer, Greg Gagne, Dave Lagana, Angelina Love, Wes Briscoe, Sawyer Fulton, and uh, He Hate Me, Rob Smart. And the last interview of uh, 2017 was Dave Meltzer. Oh, really interesting. What's it like to add uh, as a caveat, if you will? Um, you, sir, got to interview. You was the last interview with Drew McIntyre on Tuesday before he surprisingly showed up that Saturday at NXT Takeover. Yeah, it was one of his uh, one of his last interviews. Yep. Uh, you to you, I don't. He didn't. He didn't interview anybody else. Nope. Unless it was WWE. He, it was. It was you. Yeah, it was you Tuesday, and he didn't interview with anyone else. Yeah, he uh, he went he was, to hush mode. He yeah. went to hush mode. <clears throat> yep. He downloaded at um, uh, takeover. Yep. Uh, all right. So, best flavor of the week, guys. What do y'all have? That was fun. That was really fun. I, it was it was good for me to kind of go back down memory lane, I, um, yeah. because I didn't I didn't I, I forgot some of those names. That it was pretty cool. You did. You've been doing your show for seven going on eight years. Mm-hmm. I've been doing my show six going on seven years. So if you combine all the guests you've had and I've had, and you and I have had some guests simultaneously, you've had people I haven't, I've had people you haven't, 
that's that's the own network in itself. That's true. I mean, especially it's within hot. the eight years, definitely some good, uh, some good retro interviews. I, I'm gonna listen to a few of those, man. Those, uh, I forgot those names, it's pretty cool. All right, so you know, <clears throat> go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and, and the whole thing is, too, and I, I know a few people, uh, that do listen to the show, not that don't be on the chat, but listen to an auto, auto, audibly, he asks about. A lot of people want to start their own podcast and people jump in. Oh, you know, it's not so bad. You know, it's easy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anybody can anybody can start. And this this is a, a, a testament to the hard work Chris has done. You got going on eight years of a radio show slash podcast. And you've been, you didn't sustain that constant trend of great stuff. Yes, sir. And that's great. Um, you know, that's the point. Anybody can start. You can start anything, wrestling company, but to, to stay relevant and to stay consistent throughout not just a month, but for eight years mm-hmm. means a lot. You know, I'm going on seven. It's a lot of work that goes into that. So, you know, I have people say, oh, you know, starting your show isn't so bad. Well, I mean, if you've been trained, you've been doing radio. I've been professionally trained in radio, uh, even before. I mean, you started before podcasting was a thing, right? <laughs> now, it's a, now it's a dime a dozen. <laughs> you and I, you and I joke all the time. We were like, "Oh, who got a podcast?" Yeah, we, yeah. Ever you know? and I, we just we just throw each other. We just throw links at each other. Like, oh, here's another one. Oh, here's another one. Here we go. Right, that's another one. Oh, here's another one. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Let's zoom through this. Uh, Best uh, non-title legends tournaments. Uh, that's the that's the best for the best non-title legends tournaments. Um, all right, the next one is the best episode. What is your favorite your your favorite episode of um, the Pancakes and Power Slam show? Best episode from last year from 2019. Uh, Look at that list again. Of, uh, I gotta say, offhand, uh, you get the Q and A with Bischoff was really big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, that was right. After. That was big. I agree. Um, I agree. That was four hundred episodes. Yep, I think that's for me. I mean, it's y'all's it's y'all's votes, but for me, that was that was it, hands down. Um, Nick, Nick Patrick. Yeah, that was that was a good one too. Patrick uh, was great. Yeah. So y'all let me know. That's my favorite, but. It's fans' choice, though. So, it's something here. Last third thing from the fees box. I, 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 every week, I'll consistently bring out more. Nice. Um, I forgot all about this. The WWF Eve of Destruction. <laughs> and this was the best of. Uh, uh, what was this? This was like. Uh, some of the best matches ever. The 98 King of the Ring, Hell in a Cell match, The Last Man Standing, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, Shane against X-Pac from WrestleMania 15. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. They would never say destruction now, so WWE's kind of full kid. Destruction. <laughs> you know, look at the Hardys. Look at, you, you're talking about something old. Look at this. You got Foley Oh, you know, about 100 pounds lighter. 
Hey, look at the Hardy Boys. This is like wow. They they just came from the bird, the new bird. I mean, nice. Jaffa, nice. You know, hopefully you getting the help you need. Matt is, you know, doing well. I mean, hey, we might even see Matt in the AEW. You never know. Yeah, well, we'll so, be talking about that. All right, so here we go. Eric Bischoff PMP four hundred was the best episode, and I agree. Eric Bischoff PMP four hundred. All right, let's zoom through this because we only got about ten minutes. We want I want to roll through some of these headlines too. Uh, I want more of you to flavor the week. Um, all right, so uh, real quick, guys. Most shocking moments. Most shocking moment of the PMP uh, for uh, PMP uh, 2019. Hmm. Hmm. Most shocking moment. I would say when uh, I almost got stood up by Elijah Burke and then the PMP Nation and uh, along with my messages came through and all of a sudden we get a call in a queue. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say that's the most shocking. I would say that that's the most, uh, the, 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 the biggest audible moment. Um, most Ooh. shocking moments. At the PNP. That's top. That, that, that's a, what I got, guys. Like I said, I mean, you know, people getting emotional. I mean, you know, Nick Patrick talking about his son. Uh, and like I said, I, I have a I have a family member and I work with a close friend who has autism. Um, you know, for for Nate Patrick to talk about that was pretty surprising. Anytime mm-hmm. you get any emotion from anybody. Um, yes, 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 indeed. Man, I'm trying to think. Shocking moment, guys. You gotta. Uh... Hmm. Yeah, you, y'all gotta help us out. Shocking yeah. moment. Yeah. I know what I, I got one. I think everybody and the <laughs> the creation of Plan B. <laughs> That's a good one. You remember, Chris? We did we we did an episode blog talk or uh, what was we were using? Cap messing out. Yeah, and we went to Plan B. Yeah, that's a good one. And that was a frustrating day. Yeah, it was, it was a very <laughs> frustrating day. Yeah, yeah, and that's that that Steamboat interview. That first Steamboat interview was so real choppy. Uh, went to Plan B because oh, yeah. it was so bad. Uh, that's a good one. I would say I, I would even say personally, I would say when Black Bart was shooting on uh, Devon Eriks. Um, and what he was talking about with Kevin Von Eric that was huge, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't even know, I mean, I knew about the Kevin Von Eric moment, I mean, I knew that Kevin went out to the, the truck and stuff like that, but um, the what he's what he shared was was huge, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that story, I, I definitely think that's the uh, most shocking moment. It looks like uh. Looks like the PMP Nation agrees. Um, yeah, shocking moment was when Khan yeah. talked about Kurt Angle. I knew nothing about that. That was, that was a good yeah. one too. When, when she was talking about Dixie, I think I knew yeah. about the Kurt stuff. I didn't know about the Dixie stuff. The Dixie stuff. I was, know uh, ooh. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was deep. She, that was deep. She, you know what? She. It, she was going in. It was only. It was like three guys. She said she would never talk back. She said Sting. It was like Tommy Dream. It was like 
three other wrestlers. Yeah, she was, was like, I yeah. Bad she puts Sting yeah. about them. Yeah, she puts Sting over. Like, yeah, they was they were safe. It yeah. was Sting and a few other people. Yep. Everybody else, they they got the hatchet. Yeah, people like Marissa, the new uh, new people, uh, the new uh, PMP Nation members. Uh, go to just type in Pancakes and Power Slams, so it'll pull up on Google Play, or uh, you can subscribe to Spotify too if you want to listen to archive audio ones. Um, that's what I just looked at. All that big list was on Spotify, uh, so you can look at any of that stuff and look at and listen to the interviews. You'll hear that, uh, Marissa. You'll hear the information. Um, uh, about from Rocket Con. All right, so here we go. Uh, Black Bart, Kevin Von Erich, uh Black Bart, <laughs> Black Bart, yeah. Black Bart, uh, Kevin Von Erich. Um Oh, don't don't forget. See, the one of the funniest. She was doing an interview, and the waitress tracked it down for the bill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that? that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was my birthday. Like, hold episode. on, I'm doing the interview. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hold on. All right, most likely not to be axed back. We got uh, three more. Two more, actually. We got one more after this. Most likely to not be axed back. Black Bart said. Uh, uh, definitely, I'll definitely bring Black Bart back. No, no, uh, I didn't mean Black Bart. I mean, uh, Sid, um, what they about? Sid, Elijah Bird, Mr. Hughes, Buff Bagwell. Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. Un- under sober circumstances, not uh, <laughs> uh, all right. It looks like uh, <laughs> looks like people have their opinion. Three awards for Sid. Oh man, <laughs> he's got three awards. President Jack Tunney. President Jack Tunney. All right, my last one was the fan favorite guest. What was you guys' favorite guest? Fan favorite guest. Fan favorite guest. The last of the PMP year awards. We only got a few minutes left, too, but I do want to, I do have a new type of transition that I want to that I want to see as far as uh our headline. So I want to I want to see if that works for you guys. And let me know if you guys see it too. So we'll be doing this with the headlines from now on. Would I ever interview one of the McMahons, Marissa is asking? Absolutely, 100%. Without a doubt. Um, besides Black Bart. My, my personal favorite is Eric Bischoff, but um, I definitely... Uh, Imperium versus UE? No. See, I, I, I wouldn't do that, Cole, because both of them are heels. I just You know how I am about... Face and heels, man. You got to build characters. Wrestlers can't, they can't wrestle for themselves, man. You, that's, that's not old school you, wrestling. There's uh, there's faces and heels for a reason. Yeah, one example of that go back and watch uh, Rude against Flair. Was it Bash of the Beach or something? Mm-hmm. Beach Blast or one, one of them. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, Flair got changed. You know, Rude was always best as a heel. Yeah. Flair was kind of a face, but if he wasn't, so. Yep. Yeah, I'm a good man. She just was weird because you did the crowd didn't know what you did. Yeah. Uh good good point, Cole. Um good point, Cole. We'll be doing PNP Hall of Fame come WrestleMania weekend. And uh you guys are the ballot makers for the PNP Hall of Fame. So we're going to do um four guests 
um, for we're going to do four uh, entrants into the PNP Hall of Fame uh, before right before Mania. So we'll we'll be doing that. Uh, if I might, if I might guess, I would I would do I would I would I would throw uh, Christopher Daniels in the in the ballot. I would throw Lance Archer in the ballot. Marty Elias, JTG, Sean Navarro, Ken Anderson. Um, all of them have been on my show a bunch of times. Um, first ever Black guest. Bart, of course. Uh, my first ever uh, guest was uh, Onyx. He was an independent wrestler. I think my second was uh, Elijah Burke, actually, I think. He, I think he came on the 50th episode way back in, like, 2013 or something like that. Or, uh, and then um, Crimson was one of my first guests, too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Black Bart is the favorite guest for the PNP Nation, guys. So Black Bart wins multiple awards and Sid does too. Good job, guys. That was fun. All right. So uh let's see, let's see if this works. So uh we'll jump into we'll jump into the headline. So without further ado, Paul Kogan, nice. All right, so we really only got like a couple minutes left, so let's just really do a really fast. Uh, let's see if this works. All right, here the headlines. Here we go. Music was faint. A lot of music. So I liked it. I liked it a lot. So let's do this. We're going to take this off. And we got to take that off. And let's try it again. Here we go. Headlines. Here we go. <laughs> I love it. What y'all think, guys? Did y'all like that? Did y'all like that uh, headline uh, transition I, I created? Let me know. Antoine likes it. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, wow, this is CNN. <laughs> we are the new CNN. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's my headlines. Uh, um, oh yeah, yeah. So so NWO is a headliner, and then uh, Cole yawned at that. NWO being the headliner. Uh, Antoine liked it. So that was the headlines, guy. That was my transition going into the headlines for the show. So what do you think, Evan? I liked it. I did. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That's dope. Cool. So we'll be doing that for uh, for now on with the uh, with the headlines. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go, Mo. <laughs> uh, Cole liked it too. So uh, so yeah, I'm telling y'all, man. We all we all when y'all give when y'all give to the PNP Nation, all types of stuff happens. All types of stuff happens, man. Like like awesome headline transitions. Um, an ability to do headlines.
There you go, guys. Yep. Right, there we yeah, go. Like <laughs> cool. All right, y'all. So uh just really, really, really quick stuff. Uh Kevin and Owens and Asuka rumored to uh, possibly go to NXT for the superstar shakeup. I think this is actually a pretty uh, interesting uh thing. I think I like it actually a lot. Uh, I think Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens uh, to NXT is a good move. Um, Oscar to NXT is good too. I like that too. So I think if those two, if that if if that is true, I definitely think. Although, yeah, I'm a, I like Oscar, man. I just like Oscar's a baby face. But I wish <laughs> yeah. that she. I, I wish that they would really plug her. I want to see Oscar and Ronda Rousey, man. Like I really want to see that. Um, but Oscar is a baby face. So, but I think if those two names are the ones that are uh, being considered, I, I'm all, I'm for it. I'm for it. They, like they, it. they need a name, you know. With, with Baszler going uh, going to be called up, you got to have a new name true. for for Ripley to feed with. So Oscar, yeah. you know, bring her there. You can't even really say down to NXT anymore because the Technically, by canon, WWE and Triple H has put NXT on the same level with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. So basically, the same level. Almost would be great. Almost could. He's like a Jericho or uh, Roman Reigns. He, he's one of the people where he could be main event. He could start the cut off. He could be in the middle. He's a great utility player, like yeah. Ziggler. You know, some people they they, they can match with any. Yeah. Um, so I think it's great. All right, uh, Matt Hardy heading out of WWE. Uh, his uh, contract is supposed to be over in March, reportedly. Um, I mean, AEW, perhaps, but I definitely think if he goes to AEW, he'll be much better as a tag team with Jeff. Um, so uh, Matt, Matt Hardy is yeah. a singles guy in AEW. I don't think we'll cut it. Yeah, I um... I feel like you know, like Daddy, go to AWRH. Um, now, a singles in our weights, I think, would work definitely. Yeah, you know, with Marty being being having a book now, RH yep. mean yep. Hardy could be singles. It'll be a big, big, big jump for RH for his names. Hundred percent. Then uh, he could AW. He can help out in the back. I mean, AW has so many people in the back anyway. It, uh, they do. Or NWA, like Mike Ryan said. Yeah. Uh, so he has some choices. Velveteen Dream return status uh, has has a back injury. It looks like it's going to be longer than expected. Um, you know, I think this is sad too because it's one of those things that if you're gone, so if you're gone for long enough, they want to see you back. But if you're gone for too long, you're kind of like, um, um, what is it? out of sight, out of mind. And I think we're kind of at the out of sight, out of mind stage with Dream a little bit. I'm a big Dream fan, but I think we're at the out of sight, out of mind uh, phase for uh, for Velveteen Dream. Because you, you got to think, too, <clears throat> as hot as Velveteen was, and, and this is with, especially with WWE, and this goes for any, especially any wrestling organization, you be so hot and your demand is so strong and just like that you forget about them yeah you know what I mean like Velveteen's Velveteen and I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna shoot and I, I can back this up mm -hmm. you know I can Mike Ryan knows I can uh, GHP Lexi knows I can because I talked to him outside the show 
Velveteen Dream is great and a great character. Patrick, on the other hand, is a snob. So Velveteen Dream WWE needs, but you know, fortunate with the back issues and just like that, you don't forget him. Not say you forgot about him, but it's like, oh dang, he is going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was yep. you know, it's like another when when Moxley got hurt with WWE before he came back and left. Yeah. It was oh, you know, uh, Ambrose, what he gonna do? And just like that in a matter of three Kevin Owens. Yeah. Triple H. The end of be all member. Well, that time was different, but it was so many big players. Austin, you know, it happened. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I, yep. I wish him the best. I think that's a great character, but I, I just pray for the love of Velveteen Dream and good old uh, Patty Kate Patrick. I use that name as a joke, not against him. I call Pat Mahomes that too. He needs to say NXT. He cannot. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. If he comes absolutely. to the main roster, his career will. Yep, Go absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys, we got to roll. Uh, real quick, uh, for the week, who do y'all want the? What do y'all want the for the week to be next week? We got to roll now, but uh, what we'll do is we'll just uh, come up with ideas of uh, the flavor of the week. Uh, since we had the PMP awards, uh, we kind of did the flavor of the week uh, first. Flavor of the week was the PMP awards uh combination so what do y'all want the flavor of the week to be next week so i'm gonna like i said it's more it's gonna be more much more user friendly this year i'm gonna have a lot more headlines uh from the pmp nation flavor of the week topics from pmp nation so you guys let me know uh royal rumble predictions i think we already talked about that um Best intercontinental uh, mania match of all time. I like that one. Any other suggestions? Actually, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, we'll do that since that was the first one that went up. Uh, Roll on predictions. I think we talked about that last week or week before. Um, but we'll but we always do predictions without further week, anyways. We <laughs> yeah, always we do, always do, we, we always do <laughs> predictions right before the you know. We'll, so we're going to be doing we're going to be doing predictions anyways, Mo, because uh, we do predictions uh, before the show. Uh, before what the about, actual show, uh, I know. I know. We do this every year as a joke. The worst rumbles. The worst rumbles. There was some horrible rumbles. Uh, and there's the goats of the worst rumbles, and you know what it is, Father Stone. Do I know that? Uh, the what is the considered the worst rumble? And I don't count Del Rio forty one. The one he won was forty. Oh, that one was, was it the 95 one? Oh, uh, that that was with um Hero Matsuda was in it. Yeah. 95. That was uh Michaels' first year winning. Yeah. Yeah. Half of the rumble was like uh talent from other shows or enhancement. The eight was it the eighty eight or eighty nine was bad too. Yeah, that was a stud. 88 was uh, uh, Duggan, uh, 90, 89 was stud. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, it has been a pleasure. Uh, look, listen, listen. Go to, uh, support my boy, Marty Elias. Go to yeah. slash Marty Elias MM. Follow my IG at Marty Elias One. And also be sure to go to the. Uh, Patreon page, all right? Uh, Patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. 
let the people know about the uh, how much you had, how much fun you had on the Pancakes of Power Sam show, and be sure to subscribe to the Crave Wrestling YouTube page. We'll have that wrench mob coming back up with the Patreon givers, so we can go on three platforms. We're currently on two, so that is the next project for the uh, uh, Patreons, the PMP Patreons. PMP patrons. So again, please sure go to patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. Been a pleasure, guys. I had a really, really fun show today. It's been super, super fun, guys. I really, really appreciate it. So enjoy. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. Always remember. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, sir. And uh, Mo for putting that on for me. Uh, see you next week, Cole and Marissa. Welcome. Uh, She'll be back. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Marissa. Appreciate you uh, coming through today and uh, appreciate anybody else new. Uh, we, we, it's a family here in the PNP nation. We, we show you love. So uh, jump on and uh, be a part of the PNP nation guys. So until your week of wrestling uh, till next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. And always remember. Yes. I do it for you. Have a good night, everybody. Peace. Goodbye.